Don't go chasing waterfalls Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to I know that you're gonna have it your way or nothing at all But I think you finish it off, Lynn I don't want to <laughs> Come on, boo, that's my jam <laughs> I don't sing in public <laughs> oh god well you would not have been fun to have at the kappa kappa Tau party baby girl they were into their tlc to the waterfalls the mixed cd found in a box <laughs> lord have mercy jesus yes and that is how we are starting this first ever episode of the British Soap Podcast Scream Queen Special. I'll, I'll scream like Missy does on her song, Scream. <laughs> Welcome one and all. Welcome listeners to the British Soap Podcast. Welcome people who are brand new to this show. Uh, my name is Jay. I am a.k.a. Brother Soap. And I'm here with my homegirl, my partner in crime, the Hester to my Chad, <laughs> Miss Lizzie Amanda. What it do, oh, baby? I'm not psycho, and I don't like sleeping with dead people. <laughs> <laughs> they are so cute, and their little love story came out of nowhere. I mean, how many? Love stories do we know that starts when a man is about to masturbate over a grave, but is stopped by a beautiful woman who appreciates his appreciation for dead things, darling? I, I, it's, it's different, but it's cute. I, 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 give, I, give, uh, I give creator props, man. I give the creator props. <laughs> <laughs> yes, God. Oh, my goodness. Well, welcome everyone to our Scream Queens special. Uh, for those of you who are not in the know, Miss Lindsay and I have been uh, working together on a soap opera podcast, uh, the well, a couple of soap opera podcasts, uh, the Hollyoaks podcast. Hollyoaks is a British soap for you guys not in the know, and the uh, British soap podcast where we cover the other shows, uh, EastEnders, Emmerdale, and Coronation Street. Uh, we've been doing that together for. For two years, baby. <laughs> About two years now. Yeah, it's been two years. It's been a little over two years now. This would be two year mark. Yep. Yeah. So uh, we've been branching out over the past year and doing a couple of episodes that are not about soap operas, but about some of the prime time series that we love. So we decided that <laughs> it seems to be horror series. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because we've got Hannibal coming out on Halloween, <laughs> so if you guys enjoyed season three of Hannibal, check that out. But um, yes, we, we decided after loving the premiere of Scream Queens that we must uh, give some coverage to the Scream Queens. So what we're going to do is we're going to do it, bring it to you in three parts. We're going to do an episode after every five episodes of Scream Queens, because it got picked up for 15, so that'll be kind of counting, like the... And we're counting the premiere as two episodes, because it was a two-hour episode. 
Yes. So, yes, we'll be coming to you every five episodes with our take on the Scream Queens, and we are ready and we are willing and we are able. <laughs> so we're going to do it. Ooh. Oh, goodness. So, baby girl, now, I don't know that we have talked about this too much. You know, I am curious about your history with the uh, Ryan Murphy shows. Me, I watched season one of Popular, but I had to stop after season two because the curse started. I did the first six months of Glee, like that first half of the season. I just couldn't. I had to break break away. The shows that I watched the longest were definitely Nip Tuck. I got through five seasons of that. Um, and I've seen uh, American Horror Story Murder House, Coven, which I loved. Um, I started Hotel. I'm enjoying that. Asylum is the only one I've hated. So for the most part, you know, with the Nip Tuck and Murder House and everything like that, I think Ryan Murphy is good. When he's doing the scary stuff, he's good. But it seems like when he does the high schoolish stuff, maybe not so much. So I've, I've been pleasantly surprised with Scream Queens. But I'm saying all that to ask, what is your history with the Ryan Murphy shows? And uh, I could have curious about I watched all of Nip Tuck. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched all of the horror story or American horror story because I'm a completionist and that's how I roll. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which means, yes, I watched Asylum all the way through and it was not worth it. Sorry, Ryan Murphy, you rock at life, but that was ridiculous. <laughs> Alien Dustins is not cool. Yeah. Um, unexplained. Yeah, and that wasn't even explained. He just threw Evan Peters into asylum after he was abducted by aliens and nothing was explained out of it. And you had Siler rape Sarah. That was not cool. Uh, (laughs) Sarah Bozen, that was not cool. Um, um, I've seen... I, I didn't even touch Glee. I hate musical shows with a passion in my heart. So I'm as sorry. soon as I as soon as I saw that Ryan Murphy was coming out with that, I'm like, What? You had Nick Touch. <laughs> you had American Horse Story where you killed everybody in a damn house. So you come out with Glee? Yeah. Really? A Glee Club show? Why? I will give him this. I feel like the first six months of Glee was pretty solid, but the storytelling went pretty down after that. But I'm with you. I, this is why I can't with the new crazy ex-girlfriend, because it's got musical. If it's a Disney movie and it's got music, I can't with it. The only exceptions I have been able to make, which have surprised me, are Nashville and Empire, period. That, that's it. Yeah, that's, I, I, I can't even watch Nashville. I can't do it. I, I, I can't. I, I, I tried, like, the first three episodes, and I'm like, I can't do this, and I turned it off. But yeah, I, the only reason I turned Scream Queens on in the first place was because of the name. <laughs> and, and I watched this, like, mini show on Hulu that isn't known because it was, like, a web series called, uh, oh, God, what was it called? I don't even remember what it was called, but it was, like, this, like, Six episode, fifteen minute, fifteen twenty minute per episode thing. It was like an hour long in total, about this guy who would kidnap old, like eighties horror movie slasher movie movie stars and would kill them the way that they died in the movie that they were in. Like really go all out and 
film it the way or and actually film it happening and then cut off the heads and put them in a put them in a like a <laughs> and like it was called trophy heads that's right and he'd cut them off and put them on the wall like if he stuffed like deer heads or something and I'm like this is kind of weird but I kind of like it and it kind of and then like the new opening sequence of the show did you see that in the last episode that they had where they have yes, like all the little it. trophy all the little trophy ball things I'm like yes. that's pretty awesome that reminds me of trophy <laughs> but uh mm. But I was just like sitting there. This this is a mixture. This this show that we are watching right now, Escape Queens, is a mixture of American Horror Story and Glee with sinister humor and a bad actor from Chad. I'm sorry. I hate that boy with a passion in my little it be heart. <laughs> um, are we talking about the? Perfection that is Chad Glenn Powell Rodwell. Is that what we're talking about? Mr. Everything. Mr. Everyone, including uh, animals and plants, probably want to have sex with him, which is true. Is, is, is that who we're claiming is a bad actor, darling? <laughs> no, ma'am. Just like with Roscoe, just like with uh, Kieran Koshetta, those are uh, soap opera uh, royalty. Uh, those listeners who don't know, who Lindsay also does not appreciate, you are on the wrong side of history with Chad Glenn Powell Rodwell. He is insane. <laughs> I hope Nassim Pachad has him killed. Oh. No, she had better not. <laughs> Messy self working with the red devil. She had better not. <laughs> How do you kind of feel Scream Queen, uh, Scream Queen's rate compared to the Ryan Murphy series that you've watched thus far? Um, well, when it comes to uh, like the American Horror Story type shows, it rates depending on the series. Because I really liked Horror House and it's kind of on par with that. I hated Asylum, so it's about 87 billion times better than that. Uh, uh, Coven kinda is on par with it and Freak Show was good in the first half and kind of meh in the second half at least to me it kind of was a half and half so I kind of can't really <laughs> um, uh, Nip Talk I, I think this is a little bit better than that um, but yeah <laughs> I think Nip Tuck is my gold standard of Ryan Murphy shows because I love that. I loved everything about that show the first few years. But the way that Scream Queens talks about, you know, a lot of things that I feel like are going on in modern times. So there's like pop culture references all over the place in this show. I, I yes. feel like it. <laughs> you know, and I mean, it just the the show is an excellent critique of what life is like on college campus. <laughs> like, <laughs> I completely relate. It's over the top, it's extreme, it's cray-cray, but it's good. And it's funny and very effective in that. So I love it. I think, you know, whew, it it would hurt me to, it, it hurts me a little bit to say, you know, that I like it a little bit more than Nip Tuck, but I like it a little bit more than Nip Tuck. It's, I, it's I so funny, yeah. it's good, and it's enter it entertains me every damn episode. And I cannot say that about 
um, a lot of shows. Although it would entertain me a lot more if Nick Jonas was in every fucking episode. But I think he is, and I have a theory, but I'll mention it later. Okay. Oh, good. All right. So, everybody, to let you know how we typically roll on this here show, uh, we break up the show into a few segments. We start by asking a couple of questions about the series. Then we go into talking about uh, what made us say what the hell when we watched and what our favorite scenes of the weeks were of the show. And then we crown a fucking best character of the time period that we watch. <laughs> so we are going to do the same with Scream Queen. So baby girl, you know I got my question to you. My question is, who do you ship more? Nick Boone Jonas and Chad Glenpaul Rockwell or Zayday Akila Williams with the Red Devil, the couple that I lovingly call hashtag Red Velvet. <laughs> that's a that's a good name for it. <laughs> you got your chocolate, you got your red, baby. Put them together. What you got? You Denise Hempfield told me, baby. <laughs> um, um, I honestly have to say, I thought it was kind of cute that the Red Double went through all the trouble of learning if it's not who I think it is. <laughs> to go through and find out what her favorite food is. I thought that was really damn cute. Uh, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't a fan of her stabbing the poor guy with a fork. I really hope it's not the British guy. I, like I said, I have a theory, but I'm going to leave it alone. Uh, oh, you think, you think it's Earl Grey? You think Earl Grey is one of the two? <laughs> I, I think, I honestly, yes, yes, I do. But actually, I can't say that now because he was in the group of the chopping off of the arms and whatnot, so I can't say that anymore. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't really think that Chad and Boone fit together in the way they, or he Boone wanted to. So I'm going to say, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say hashtag Red Velvet because... <laughs> If it, 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 if it wasn't a K-pop girl group, I would have said that. I would have said it too. But yes, Red Velvet is a group. Oh, wait. Red Velvet is also a K-pop group? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> I did not know. Yes. Uh, Lindsay is our resident K-pop aficionado. <laughs> I got I got R&B, U.S. R&B, 90s for it on down, but I don't know about the K-pop, but yes, God. <laughs> Red Velvet is everything. I thought that was the cutest. I do not think... I cannot say that I have ever seen a movie where a movie or a TV show where a serial killer has a crush on one of the starlets of the show, and it's cute. Like it's a nice, cute, romantic. Like <laughs> he kidnapped her, gave her beauty products, <laughs> gave her Nintendo games, and you know made a nice little dinner for her little favorite food. I was like, oh, it's so cute. You know what? I just had a thought. There could be three. Right. True that. They are certainly good, baby girl. If Earl Grey pops up with a little uh, 
you know, with a little band-aid on his hands, we will know <laughs> something is up. Yes. But you know what? I have to give love to Nick Jonas and uh, Glenn Powell. They are killing their roles. Ha <laughs> ha. doing a great job. And I thought their little uh, cute little scene where Nick was being, oh, I'm so cute. Can I like this hue? And, and Chad's like, I right, bro. <laughs> and then he got his little proner. I think it's so cute. <laughs> so I like it. I need them. I, I don't necessarily need them together as a couple. I recognize when it's gay and when it's straight, and that is fine. I cannot get them together as a couple. It's okay. Because I, I like Chad with many people. <laughs> but I need them to come back together because I need their bromance to continue because from the first scene they shared together, it was everything. And it's been five goddamn episodes. And we, well, it's been three episodes that we haven't seen Nick Jonas again. And we need him goddamn back because I'm missing him. <laughs> and we need him back. Yes. They probably won't show him as him if where I'm thinking is where I'm thinking. But, you know... <laughs> We'll break it down, babe, because I wanted to know. I know you messaged me before the show. You sent me a tweet talking about you had a theory about the Scream Queens. What is the theory? I do have a theory. I feel that Boone is related to Gigi in some way, like Mm -hmm. a son or like a cousin or something, and he's trying to – because, like, right in that scene where he's talking to the creepy Chanel's, He's like, and, and, and you saw his face as he was walking away, and it was kind of meh. Mm-hmm. And, that, and I watched the premiere after I watched the episode that was on last night. And you saw her just saying, oh, dude, you're late. You know, I'm like, hmm. <gasps> and, my mm. brain just, and my brain just kind of went, bing. <laughs> Which is yes, funny. I wouldn't be surprised. Is he 20-ish? I'm thinking so. They're in the same grade, and and she's the same age. And she's the same age as good old Wes there. So Mm, I didn't think about this. I could see that. Let me tell you, I was shocked when Sister Girl popped up at the end of that one episode (laughs) as the woman in the house. Yeah, the baby, the daughter. She was the baby man. She was the baby. Oh, so she was the baby. She's the baby. But wait a minute. She's too old to be the baby. Mm, I, I don't know. Because remember, the, the kid is the age of, um, you know, Nick Jonas and uh, who, who I call, and Pete Martinez and uh, Grace. He's their age. So I could see her being the sister of the dead girl oh, and okay. Nick Jonas being her nephew. And then them working together to kill. I don't know why. I'm I'm convinced they're related somehow. And I also think. And I also think that there is also a third one, based Mm -hmm. on the fact that there was one of them, and or there were two of them. Mm -hmm. You know, there. And then there's the one who knows everything that Zayday likes. So. I convinced. Just think about it. 
Scream gave us the second killer. Like, Scream was the movie that gave us, you know, the it's not just one killer, at least in modern times, that it's not just one killer that can be coming after you, it's two that can be coming together to get you. So Scream Queens busted that out early with the Chainsaw episode where you saw two of them. Where but you saw Dodgers with his arms cut off, yes. Exactly. <laughs> But leave it to Ryan Murphy to up it and then have to be three or more. So I, I feel that. I've been purposely not thinking about who the killer is because I'm just enjoying the ride. But I will give you mad props if you have it figured out. I'll tell you one thing. Your theory makes perfect sense to me. So, you know, if it's, if it's making sense to me, maybe it made sense to Ryan Murphy. But we will see how it all shakes out. But I like the way you think, girl. <laughs> I really, really do. all right everyone so we are going to get into our what's the hells from the first five episodes of scream queens miss lynn start us off what did scream queens do to make you say what the hell i i i want to know how Chad gets around to even the old ladies. Um, <laughs> you heard him, girl. He can't help it. He's beautiful and everybody wants to sex him up. You do, girl. You know you love you some Chad. Just give into the no. temptation, girl. No. Give into the temptation. No. <laughs> I'd rather have the dumb twins. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the the dumb twin, darling? One oh, is yeah. out. One of them is dead now. <laughs> Roger's dead now, and the one with no hands is still alive. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Yeah, that was great. That his name is uh, Roger and Dodger. Where is his name? He is Caulfield. Yes, Caulfield. He lost two arms, baby, but he's still living to represent and save his bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lord, his Every bro. Every Breslin knows how to pick the smarties. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I, I just couldn't resist the whole uh, idea of... Jamie Lee Curtis just walking around her bedroom just talking to somebody and then the next thing you know Chad sitting in there I'm like what? <laughs> my my heart hurt a little bit after that <laughs> not in a good way <laughs> yes also apparently uh, Jamie Lee's uh, punani hurt as well so she said she just felt like she was being stabbed repeatedly <laughs> in the abdomen and it took a whole 45 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yes, God. And Nisi was just like, uh, Nisi Denise Hemphill was like, girl, what you talking, Chad? Rapper? Girl, please, I got with him the other night and it was one of the best nights of my life. <laughs> I said, yes, right, get it. That's not a always talks about herself in the third person. <laughs> It's fantastic, yes, yes, baby. You know, Chad gets around, baby. He spreads the love. He shows the women of the the, the campus the love, baby girl. What you gonna do? You know, grown women need need love too, baby. He can't deny the grown and sexy. <laughs> yeah, except for the fact that she wants wet. That kind of grosses me out a little. 
I don't want Jamie Lee Curtis with my Oliver. No. Not happening. Thirsty, baby. What's she going to do? That, that sexual woman can't be expected to be satisfied off of 45 minutes of stabbing, baby. She needs some. She needs somebody to take it nice and slow. <laughs> yes, yeah, so she wants that Hudson Peter, baby. <laughs> yes, God. <laughs> oh, goodness. What else she got for you? What the hell's boot? I, I want to know since when is it a uh, hazing technique to literally bury somebody in the ground and then uh, let them, you know, get their heads run over by a lawnmower? Because last I knew, that was not a hazing technique ever. <laughs> that was a mess. And I clocked it. Before the murder even happened, I just said to myself, Deaf girl's going to get it. <laughs> I, felt, I felt really bad, too, because they went through the trouble of killing somebody with a disability, technically second, but killing a girl with a disability. I think that's the point. You know, in a lot of series, individuals with disabilities are treated differently than other characters. They're often special. They survive harm, you know. Um, I can't remember. The, I was going to uh, say not from, Nightmare on Elm Street. If you ever saw that movie, he died first. <laughs> which one from Nightmare on Elm Street? Who was uh, not, 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 or, uh, Freddy's Dead, A Final Nightmare. Oh, I saw. I did see that in a theater, but it was one of the worst movies in all time. I do not remember any of that. But you know, I think you know, Ryan Murphy did a couple cool things. Like I love how he uh, celebrated that young lady who was in Murder House and Coven. Uh I love him amplifying her role because you don't see individuals like that featured strongly and showing. Bitch, just because I have a uh, you know intellectual disability does not mean I can't hold my own with the rest of these bitches. So I love that shit. But I had a feeling I'm like, okay, we got two strong seasons with Sister Girl. I'm like, this time, Deaf Sister got to go and show her off on her head in the lawnmower. Yeah, yeah and she couldn't hear shit. That poor baby. It just <laughs> made it more tragic. <laughs> Sticking Taylor Swift off pitch and oh my god, it was so sad. Actually, I hate Taylor Swift, but still, it was so sad. <laughs> yes, God. So I would be more upset with Ryan Murphy if the history was not a little bit better for him. So I just, I just had a feeling I was like, ooh, he gonna make a statement with Sister Girl, and he sure did. But she was cute, and she could have stayed, you know. Maybe she'll pop up. Maybe she'll pop up. Maybe she'll be like the headless deaf girl, you know, like on Sleepy Hollow. You know, the headless people survive on Sleepy Hollow, some of them, so maybe <laughs> we got people with no arms walking around. Yeah. <laughs> they could have both gotten out okay if, you know, they didn't stop and have that stupid fight over Chanel number five. Yes, God. And then what was your third? What the hell? Boo? That. <laughs> Those boys are stupidest boys in the entire universe of the world. Besides Chad. That entire speech, I, 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 I can't deal with Chad. If he gets smarter in the upcoming episodes, which I doubt he will because he confused John F. Kennedy with uh, Winston with Churchill, I think that, uh, you know, 
we have we have some problems and you know that but yeah they could have gotten out of that damn maze faster if they didn't sit and argue about who wanted you know about who wanted her and I'm like you are stupid dumbasses twins are dumb sometimes <laughs> well you know they gave her a choice <laughs> And she picked the, you know, she picked the, the winning no twin. The, the one with no arms <laughs> that can do absolutely nothing for her. Well, no. She she went with the other twin. She went, Dodger was the one that lived, right? No. Roger lived. Dodger died. Okay. So, wait, are you the mad with... No, the one with no arms survived. Yeah, that's Caulfield. But he's not the twin. So no, Caulfield is. She was sleeping with a pair of twins. Yes, the twins are Dodger and Roger. Both of them have both of their arms. The one who does not have his arms is Caulfield. That's the uh, the, the guy with the pretty lips who uh, was uh, all gung ho for his his bro. I looked it up, baby, because I I needed to know because I thought he was too damn cute trying to go for his bro with that baseball bat. <laughs> he he saw the red devil coming for Chad. He was like, uh uh-uh, uh, y'all ain't about to get my bro. So he ran over there with that baseball bat. Arm number one came off. He picks up his arm with the baseball bat, tries to come for old dude again. Arm number two come off. And then old That's dude pops right. in the head and saw. It was fantastic. But it, 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 that wasn't one of the twins. The twins were there, but they, them and Earl Grey got away okay. But it was Caulfield. It was Caulfield. Caulfield is the name of the guy who lost both of his arms. That's him. And then Dodger and Roger, those are the twins. Okay, Do- Dodger and Roger were the ones that were with her at the time, and they tried getting away yes. doing the work, and then they came back. So, yeah, she chose, she chose the one in the red. Yes. So that that must be, and you say that's Dodger? I, I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the only reason I know all these names right now is I have IMDb open right now, and it just so happens that Caulfield, Dodger, and Roger, their names are right under each other. Because <laughs> so, I wanted to know the names for the show. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Well, I thought, I thought that scene was cute. I thought it was kind of, kind of interesting how the little, the little boys were in there in the maze with the old girl. He got the snow that, uh, that uh, Chanel wanted. I, was, I thought it was kind of pretty and poetic. I, I, <laughs> you know, I, knew, I, I knew somebody was not coming what? out of there alive. You, you know what, though? What really made me smile in, the, in all that, though, is he was sat up against the wall of the maze, kind of like how Jack Nicholson was at the end of The Shining, just without uh, all uh, yes. his maze, but his instincts yes. all ripped out. I'm like, this is good. This, yes. this, that was good. Mm. The show is giving Helen nods, and they are all fantastic. Yes, completely agree with that. Yes. Okay, well, brother like me, I, so for my first what the hells were more dialogue heavy, and it was dialogue heavy to the point where I was about to be through with the show. <laughs> I did like that bullshit about fatties and ethnics, and I didn't like that bullshit about white bammy immediately i was just like oh shit here we go with this foolishness but oh yeah right I, at the beginning when she's sitting in the coffee oh yes. that but I, I saw that the first night that i watched the show um and i was gonna 
turned it off, but I'm glad I decided to stick with it because um, later on in the show, you know, after Old Girl was saying all that, uh, Miss Chanel was saying all that inflammatory bullshit, mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis had her up in the office and, you, and she was just like, I hate sororities and I hate you. <laughs> I was just like, yes. I, I feel like, you know, they're making Chanel this irritating yet kind of funny bitch <laughs> you, know? doing, you see I think they're doing that on purpose because yes. they want her to be one of the last people standing yes you know and, and she will and be it, the last person to die and go ha 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 you're a dick and then yeah. stabby stabby I I I feel like what I'm getting from the writing is that there is a purpose in this foolishness. Now, if old dude goes American Horror Story and, you know, does not explain this mess, um, I'm going to be highly upset. But I feel like it's got a purpose. They are exaggerating, you know, Chanel's position as the stereotypical, out-of-touch, racist-ass sorority girl for a reason. She will likely get her comeuppance at some point and it will be fantastic to behold. We already have a couple good things kind of in the pipeline. You already got Zayday going against Old Girl for the queendom of Cap Capital, which I thought was a nice little turn that I did not expect at all. I loved it. I like her and Earl Grey hooking up, trying to, uh, you know, be the heads of the uh, sorority and fraternity, you know, trying to elevate black folks up in this. So I thought that that was fantastic. Um, I also like the uh, the young lady who is the heroine of the show. That's Grace. Grace. She, she was immediately did not like uh, Chanel, and she was you know making it a point to you know try to take her down. So I love that you know, and the fact that Scream Queens had that you know happen so early, you know, made me a little bit less irritated by some of the foolishness that's been happening. So yeah, I was just kind of like I feel the sister girl talking like I'll this, but. You know, I, I I really I appreciate it. I'm good with it, you know. <laughs> and I want to speak real quick, you know, because I know um, there has been some criticism out there that Scream Queens is being too stereotypical, especially with, uh, I think, the characters of Denise. And I read an uh, interview with uh, Kiki Palmer where Kiki Palmer was addressing uh, that as well. And I feel like this is something that I've seen happen most of the time it's when um, a gay man is portrayed on television as flamboyant. One of the first things that you see, you know, well, the first ways you see people respond is by saying, oh, that's stereotypical. Why are they giving us this stereotypical character? Well, here's a counter that, that I've heard, and, and, and it makes perfect sense to me. So what of gay men who are more flamboyant and do not have that representation on television because everything has to be straight acting gay man. What of those sisters who are like some of the ladies that I grew up with who have those grandmamas crazy enough to be like, girl, you better take this chainsaw, put it under your bed. (laughs) You know, how about those sisters that, you know, are just as smart as being like, y'all crazy white girls, don't be going chasing after the red devil. You know, those sisters that have those cookie lion-esque one-liners all the time. What of them? So are we to have no female represented, no black female represented that, you know, you know, who are that character? You know, should the women who 
act like that in real life or who are like that, you know, that's their personality. Their personality is the niece Hemphill. Their per- personality is Zayday Williams. Should their personalities not be portrayed because someone somewhere will call it stereotypical? See, I have a problem with that, you know, and I feel like Ryan Murphy and his portrayal of both of those characters, who are both excellent. I, I've been watching Niecy Nash for years. Niecy is playing Niecy, so I know that's her. Kiki Palmer is killing this role. I feel like they are just being true to who they are as women, and I think it's fantastic. So, you know, I, you know, people can think stereotype all they want. I feel like the representation is excellent, and it needs to stay, and those women need to be given their voices. So I just want that out there because I was irritated. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Ain't nobody on this show acting like a damn mammy. Ain't nobody on this show acting like a black woman Jezebel who everybody needs to sleep with. These women are just doing them. And I think it's fantastic. So I just needed that on out there. <laughs> I understand. Shit, I was telling that criticism. <laughs> Shucks. Um, and then the uh, last one I had why come Coney had to die? Oh my God, Coney! <laughs> I liked Coney with his little sexual deviant hair. <laughs> it's like Brian Brian Murphy and Co introduced us to the character. It's some little nerdy dude who, you know, came into his own when his head was inside of a cone, and then a red devil. <laughs> He snuffed that cone out. <laughs> I was upset. He wasn't even around for like three seconds. He puts, he, puts, he puts this thing up there and he's like, oh, I'm going to have the job as a mascot. And I'm like, that is a job aspiration, but it's not going to last long. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that was fast and quick. And you never, I don't think you ever saw what the kid looked like either because you actually saw the cone in the next episode. Yes. You saw the, the Haunted House episode where yeah. the whole cone was gone. <laughs> I, I needed more of that boy's story because <laughs> it was fantastic. He was a I'm mess. Like, Who is this kid? Why is he <laughs> wanting to be a firing mess? Oh, that's quick. <laughs> but you know what? It's a, it's, it was creative. When had, can, Can you say you have ever seen an ice cream cone mascot get his head chopped off on any show or movie? Oh, my God. Tom would have loved the crap out of that because she has an (laughs) irrational fear of mascots. Oh, no. Scared of the – we have, like, this ice cream place called House of Flavors, and it has – and it has, like, an ice cream mascot that walks in the Fourth of July parade every year. She will hide behind people as that thing goes by because she's terrified of it. And we oh have this go-karting place called AJ's. And whenever the mascot for that is an alligator, she, if she walks by, hides. Oh, my gosh. You need to show your mother that scene so she can feel vindicated. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yes, but yes, I want a Bacone. <laughs> I need Bacone around. I need Nick Jonas more than that, but still. <laughs> yes. I want to know what happened to all these Disney and Nickelodeon stars. They all grew up really good. Yes. Well, everybody is fantastic on the show. I really like everybody, but yes, I need McConey back. I also need my Nick Joni back. <laughs> You're not going to get Coney back. Coney is dead. <laughs> oh, so sad. 
Our favorite scenes from the past five episodes of Scream Queens. Miss Lindsay, break down your favorite scenes from the past few weeks. Speaking of Chad and Hester, oh, Chad and Hester going into the haunted house before, you know, you know, before <laughs> everything happened. And you know, Hester walks in, oh, we're going to have sex with these dead bodies. And she pokes her finger in and all the goo pops out. And she's <laughs> <laughs> finding all the people that were killed in the past, like, three episodes before. Oh, my God, that was fabulous. <laughs> I died. She was like, this is real! <laughs> that was... Probably one of my favorite scenes throughout the entire show. It was fantastic. I enjoyed yeah. it massively. It was it was just perfection in the shape of corny horror movie type feels. I enjoyed that. That's the main reason why I like this show is it kind of gives me that kind of like bad slasher movie feel because, you know, that's what the intent is, I feel like. That was just perfection. Well, the thing that got me was how after they made that discovery, they go in the cafeteria or whatever, and they tell everybody, don't go to the haunted house. There are live bodies. There are dead bodies that are there. And everybody's like, that sounds cool. Let's go. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> and you know and you know that would happen in real life too. Mm-hmm. They would go with their camera phones ready to take selfies with the body. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that is the day and age we live in. <laughs> I think it was uh John Oliver on his uh uh last week tonight I he was clouded. Live for John Oliver. <laughs> oh my god, when he said and it was so funny, everywhere the Pope went Everyone wanted to show him their iPhones. I was dead. I was like, yes, God. Because I was watching the Pope coverage. I was like, these people are out of control. Try to take pictures of the goddamn Pope. Put your camera away and just appreciate that man being there and going about your business. Yeah, no kidding. That's crazy. Oh, my God. All right. What else you have for your season of the week? I also like... Well, I think that Grace and Zayday are beautiful human beings, and yeah, them yeah. investigating stuff together just in general is just, you know, a fantastic thing all around. I mean, I like her boyfriend dude, too, but there's just something about those two working together to figure out stuff that makes me happier than her and her weird red devil mascot boyfriend <laughs> oh wait i thought you were talking when you said the boyfriend dude i thought you were talking about uh grace's boyfriend dude who is pete Xander. oh my god why does he keep getting arrested <laughs> martinez because brother diego ba- diego Bonetta, i have to give it up to him he is killing that role from the minute he popped up as the barista who was not here for uh, Chanel's foolishness. I love I him. Love I like him the little crust he got 
going on with praise. I think he's everything. And his character is the closest to Xander on Buffy I have seen since Buffy went off the goddamn air. And I love it. And I think he's fantastic. Him and Grace are gone. <laughs> yeah. But so you weren't talking about though Grace and him. You were talking about Grace and or you talking about uh Black Die Hard and the Red Devil. Yeah. I I, I feel I I feel that that the relationship between, you know, those two, even from the beginning of the show when they both stand up and say, I'm not putting up with your shit you know, we're 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 not putting up with this and then there's that oh god it was <laughs> those those two are just great against the Chanel's it's just absolutely wonderful. <laughs> yes. Agreed. Well I'm gonna jump in and say uh one of mine because we actually covered almost all of my seeds of the week. Uh one that I will say that's also related to Zene Zede, I love Denise versus Zayday <laughs> putting Kiki Palmer in seeds with DC Dash, mm-hmm. two of the most talented black actresses that have ever graced the small screen and the big screen. Mm-hmm. I think DC was in Reno 911, and we know Miss uh, Kiki was Akila. It is gold. It is fantastic. And I love the fact that you've got the sister who is the cop. <laughs> yeah. Completely mistrustful of the sister <laughs> who is the sorority girl trying to do her own thing. And I love two things in particular. I love that scene where uh, Nisi was breaking down to uh, Kiki how in the hell she knew she was the killer. And then Nisi's like, you got a chainsaw. And then uh, Kiki was just busting out with, my grandmother oh, gave me that chainsaw for protection. At this point, because I'll tell you what, at black folks know your parents will give you crazy shit to protect yourself when you're going off somewhere. So I was just like, ooh, I, I, when I watched the scene, I was like, watch Nisi think that's a completely credible response and let her go. And that's what she did. I was like, yes. Yes, y'all are speaking to black folks right there. <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. And then I also love how Ms. Zede clocked that guess who tried to pledge Cap Capital back in the day, but was hated on by some little racist girls who hated her being a Cap Capital. Uh, Miss Denise Hemphill. So Miss Denise Hemphill. Could also be the red devil and all that loudness and distracted. And Zayday did it. Maybe to distract from herself. So I love that. I love, I just, I think both of those characters separately are gold. <laughs> when they're together, they're solid gold. I love it. Love it. So yes, those two could stay against each other the entire show. And of course, I'm sure at some point in time, you know, hopefully if neither of them are murderers, they will come together to get the real killer. And I'm sure is going to be as hilarious as they are together and separately through the end of the series. Love them. <laughs> Love them. Yes, God. <laughs> and what was your other scene of the week, baby girl? I think probably my favorite scene, my second favorite scene of the entire show is when you learn that Nick Jonas was working with Red Devil when he opened up that box. And it's then gone. his eyes opened, and he's like, what the hell took you so long? And he bit off that prosthetic off his throat. I'm like, 
Yeah, this is gonna be cool. Yes. <laughs> I agree. All right, darling. Well, let's go ahead and crown our fucking best character. So, who is your pick for the best? I am gonna say somebody that hasn't really been mentioned much, but she has very high potential to being a very more prolific character if they don't kill her off like immediately and it's Chanel number five. I think that Abigail Breslin is doing an amazing job being somebody who you've never really seen her before. I remember when she was Little Miss Sunshine. <laughs> She's Little Miss Sunshine. Sunshine. (gasps) Oh, my God. I did not know this. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. I did love her, though. (laughs) You watch her as she starts off as the best friend in the universe to Chanel number one, and slowly throughout the episode, she's all like, I'm so done with you. And I'm like, and she's sitting there chugging down drinks. And it's the only way for her to cope with stuff. And and her getting away with whichever Roger, Dodger, the maze. (laughs) I think it's Dodger because he was yelling for Roger to, you know, walk backwards so he doesn't get the footprints and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I was not look like the smartest crayon in the box, but she has her moments. And I, and I hope that in time, if she manages to live through the entire series, I feel that, you know, she is a very interesting character with one of the more, you know, character building stuff to it because Emma Roberts is just the same all around and Mm -hmm. I feel that that's the point of her character but some of the characters they're building onto to make her or make them rebel against her and I think she's the top one doing it so Mm -hmm. I feel that with time she can get a lot better and perhaps end up being Chanel number one Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, girlfriend got a lot of competition for that crown, so <laughs> we'll see how they play that. <laughs> My goodness. Well, whew. honestly, I want to split my fucking best like 16 goddamn ways. Yeah, I, 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 had, a, I had a problem picking, too, but... yes. I, I want Nisi, I want Kiki, I want uh, Diego Bonetta, I want Leah Michelle. She just shocked me as Hester. After she took off the neck brace and went full Hester into the, uh, you know, she loving the... For six. <laughs> uh, I love love. Uh, but I will say the lust in my heart <laughs> wants oh, to be Big Jonas. <laughs> <laughs> the, no, not Chad. I do love Chad, though. But the lust 
my heart wants to pick Nick Jonas because the scene that made my gay heart just like, oh, baby, I feel you so much. When that fine-ass man came up in the room and he was just like, I just want to lay with you. I'm just like, oh, my God. And the dude was nice and he was like, oh, come on. You, you be, we be FF, come on. I was just like, oh, it's like well, something I think a lot of gay men want to see. Straight man confident in his sexuality and his relationship with his gay friend, just chill and funny about him being gay. And I don't think everybody who does that, you know, who plays that role can do it so well. So I think Nick, ah, oh, the lust to be loved. I even love the little scene where uh, they were introduced and they are playing, you know, the golfing or whatever. And then here comes Chanel being a hot mess. And he's just like, he doesn't have any time for this. <laughs> ah, I just love that boy. Ah. So Nick, the lust in me wants to go with Nick Jonas, and he's fantastic on Kingdom, y'all. If you haven't watched Kingdom, watch it. He's awesome. <sighs> but the long-term horror movie fan in me, fan of Sue Sylvester on Glee, lover of every single word this woman utter. I got to go with my girl Jamie Lee Curtis, goddammit. <laughs> Jamie Lee is everything on that show. She is the first thing that pops up on that screen to be just like, love this woman. She is hot. She is sexy. She is all about making sure she got her job straight. <laughs> Ain't nobody messing up her, her thing. It's just fantastic. And she shows that women of a certain age are not meant to be put on the fucking back burner. They can be Running shit on the show, handling business, and doing a fantastic job. Every line a woman utters is gold. She has been perfect since Halloween. <laughs> since the first Halloween first in the day I'm Original saying. Scream Queen, okay? You know what I'm saying? She is She the killed scream it Halloween queen. 820, which I love. She is killing it every week on Scream Queen. I love her. She is the best. Huge draws to the show. The whole cast is talented, but I love me some Jamie Lee. I can't, Jamie Lee cannot die before the finale. I need her own every episode because she's fantastic. <laughs> I love her so much. I bet <laughs> yes. she's involved somehow, but I still believe in my theory. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. My theory. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm feeling your theory, too. But, yes, I could easily split it evenly, but I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go with my lust for Nick, and I'm going to go with my love for Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, God. And with that, I am at Brother Soap on the Twitters. And I'm Lindsay Amanda at the Twitters and the Tumblers. <laughs> yes. Oh, and on the Tumblr, I am Negro, spelled N-E-G-R-Q, because you know you capitalize the Q. It looks like, oh, and it was pronounced Negro, because I'm just that special. Negro at Tumblr. <laughs> Negro.tumblr.com. Uh, we are also on uh, the British Soap Podcast.tumblr.com as well. You can find us on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash British Soap Podcast. And on Twitter at UK Soap Podcast. And you can find us on iTunes if you search in the search bar British Soap Podcast. And the subscribe link is also on our Twitter and Tumblr? Yes. Or just Twitter? Yes. 
I think I have them both places now. Yes, I have them both places right now. So yeah, if you're lazy, you can just go to the Twitter Tumblr, click on the subscribe link. <laughs> you're good to go uh, with that. So yes, so thank you guys for checking out our first of three episodes of the Scream Queen special. Uh, we will be back after the fifth episode. No, just kidding. We will be back after the tenth episode of Scream Queens for another take of our uh, best and worst and all of that of the show. Um, if you're interested in checking out our other shows, you can find us any of those places. Again, we will be coming out with a Hannibal special for those of you who like Hannibal. Uh, that'll be dropping the day before uh, Halloween, and we release our uh, soap-related podcast usually every couple weeks, every week, every two weeks, whatever. <laughs> so y'all can check us out for that as well. Uh, what, what last-minute thing should we say to the, the Scream Queen fans, darling. Uh, you, you should continue watching it if you really got into it because it really, it, it gets to a person who enjoys slasher movies hearts. Even, you know, if it, you know, isn't quite your cup of tea, there's still enough gruesomeness to go around. So... Yes. I feel I feel if you're into that kind of thing, you should check them out or check it out on Hulu before the pilot and the and the four episodes go away. I think they go about five episodes at a time. They're on Hulu. You can, you know, go that route. Um, so yeah, just watch it because it's seriously worth it, and all the actors are fantastic and. The cast is really diverse, actually, which is kind of nice. So, <laughs> watch yes. or continue to watch. Either way, it's worth your time. It's worth an hour out of your day to sit and watch people get killed. <laughs> <laughs> and it's 99.9% .9 better than Scream the Series. Just telling you now. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Yeah, Scream the series is some bullshit. <laughs> Scream Queens is all, like my girl says, 97 trillion, babillion, quazillion. <laughs> Better than that hot mess of a goddamn show. <laughs> yes, all right. So then, in closing, I will say, he doesn't have time for this. <laughs> Bye. I'm <laughs> 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 <laughs>